0: Bhutas Network. Hi, this is Every Track with the Freemarris Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio.
1: We hope you enjoy the show.
0: Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello, and welcome to episode 71 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF.
2: Hey, Matt. And Amy. Hello.
0: And today, we're going to be looking at Aeronautica Imperialis, Wrath of Angels, as well as the Black Templars Army box set. But as usual, we like to talk about things we've been doing hobby-wise lately. And today, we'll start with Amy. So,
2: i got to talk a minute about... uh about Warhammer Plus because that's Mm -hmm. been actually like a lot of my hobby Um, because I love it a lot Um, I love the way that Louise's Masterclass tutorials are done Um, I think a lot of people that do tutorials they will speed up all of their video and still include every single second of it and that's not great I love they do this side by side they show you only the parts you need because guess is actually super boring you guys (laughs) um it's like a lot. So I love I love that they do that. And I um I after watching the gem one, which I, I really enjoyed. And I mean I've seen a million tutorials on how to do gems, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just the way she does them is great. And so I uh I tweeted at her, I was like, Yo, Louise, could you do one on like bottles and vials? <laughs> you know, like stuff with liquid in it. That'd be great. Um and so I had like a notice by senpai moment. When she was like, it's definitely on my list. It was like the most engaged (laughs) with tweet I've ever put out. And I was like, ah, (laughs) that's disheartening. Um, But I got to tell you, all right, so we've had a couple new Hammer and Bolter episodes. And um, I I won't spoil anything, but in the Space Wolves one, the Fang, like it's a decent concept for a story, like for a short story. It's fine. But there was one portion where I laughed out loud and could not stop, and that was definitely not their intended reaction. <laughs> and um, it was it was a problem. I was like, oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, this piece is better. The problem is the one in the library is just so good.
1: Um, it's, yeah, it's a high watermark, that one.
2: Yeah. Um, and then otherwise, I'm um, like there's an alarming like countdown to Adepticon on my phone. And I have like, you know, I've forgotten the fear for two years. So <laughs> I need to start feeling the fear because I don't want to live that night before life ever again. Um, So that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
1: How about you, Jeff? I've been painting some little planes. Oh, mm, nice. lot. Map. I have. Um trying some new techniques. and trying some new things. I'd like to say I'm trying some new colors, and that was definitely the, plane, but the, the plan, but um, they are kind of looking a bit like my squigs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, sometimes there are many roads that lead to the same destination, and in this case, the destination was a grayish blue.
2: I have this problem where I keep being like, all right, well, I'm not going to paint it. Um, I'm not gonna paint it red and black because for for a while everything I did was red and black, right? Like those were my things. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna do something else. And the problem is that that something else winds up being the exact same thing on everything. So I have moved nowhere. <laughs> I've just shifted which color it is that I'm using. That's fine.
1: Yeah, I um, I have never been there before. <laughs> <laughs> Um no I mean that that's pretty much it like I just Games Workshop sent us what sent sent us what I can only call an obnoxious number of boxes for Aeronautica Imperialis. It was
0: like a lot. It was a one <laughs> number. Seriously, I'm going to pull my friend who was waiting for Eldar into the game with the stuff they sent us because
1: it's just. Well, Eldars are here. Like. <laughs> no, I, I know, model. but rather than,
0: <clears throat> I mean, it's always easier to get somebody into a game and you're like, here's some stuff to here. play with, rather than, here, hey, mm-hmm. go buy this mm-hmm. thing,
1: but. I, I have a game this coming Saturday. Awesome. Uh, with, uh, I'm gonna be playing with my brother, which is gonna be interesting because my goal is to have all my new tiny planes. Which by the way, I'm doing Space Marines. This is I'm painting Space Marines, uh, guys. Here's where it starts again. This is like the mm-hmm. second time this this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. It's alright. Yeah. You'll, you'll get through like, it. it. It's they're planes, recreational right?
2: Space yeah. Marines. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're not. Like, like, you're, it's not serious. Not a serious problem.
2: You're a you're a, a casual not casual uh, i am a casual social you're a social space marine social
1: yeah, yeah. space oh, no. marine painter <laughs> so so yeah no i'm painting the space marine planes J- just it's a lot of planes like it's the content of the base box and one box of the fighters and one box of the gunships so it it turns out to be 13 planes yeah which isn't a lot but i'm like i'm i'm doing a lot of work these days i'm very busy So anyways, um, and I'll be playing against my brother, to whom I gave my Orc planes (laughs) last year. (laughs) So basically, everything on the table will be stuff I painted for Aeronautica Imperialists. And anybody who doubts how much I want this game to work, (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point to the fact that my brother's bringing, I believe it's, 16 planes oh, wow. <laughs> and i'm bringing my 13 planes we're not <laughs> gonna play all of them like we're doing no, a no, 200 no. point thing sure sure still uh, that's awesome but yeah um i do like we'll, we'll get into the weeds about erica and perilous but um i am i i have a lot of positive comments so far i was originally going to paint my towel and then those models arrived and i went well, you know, I mean they're here. Yeah. They're here, and the paint scheme I went for my Tau it mimics the the towel I did for 40k years ago, using a lot of techniques that are not time friendly. Yeah, <laughs> they were taking a while, and I went, oh no, nah, they're not gonna be on time. <laughs> So I shifted my focus because like instead of going no I'll double down and finish those tau because that's what I should do I went no I'm just going to start over and build
2: <laughs> you No know, the best max. part about it though right is that it's you didn't just like paint wash dry brush either like you didn't you didn't like oh well they're just space marines so let me just paint these up real quick <laughs>
1: like, I did dry out. brush though well, but sure I did. I also used Nancy a uh, what is it like a, a, a twelve step dry brush technique? Yeah, for each color, of which there are two, because masking is fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you masked.
1: So dumb. I'm Not good at this. Yeah, I painted but the real
2: time saver yeah. though.
0: I <laughs> I was saying I painted the the imperial planes from the original the original core set and. I decided, oh, I'm going to get some model aircraft, you know, uh, liner, like that really thin, heavily oh, pigmented yeah. stuff. And, oh, boy, that, like, tripled the time it took to do it.
1: hmm
0: It looks good, though. But...
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's, so I, I guess if I ask Matt, what have you been doing, you're going to say painting some core box planes? Actually. Really? So,
0: exciting news. My Stompa will arrive at my game friendly local gaming store week after next, it will finally show up. Oh, I also Stomper. found in my bits box an orc flat gun from Forge World. Um, yeah and, buddy. Which will look very nice on the shoulder of a stompa. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's a it basically looks like a just an AA gun with a bunch of Grot screwing it, but uh, and also I have some orc grot spontans I found as well. So yes. I am looking forward to Working on that project, once I can start that. But uh, we have been, along with Aeronautica Imperialis, we're also... Uh, I joined a Blood Bowl League that my gaming store is starting up. And oh, also started a Necromunda campaign.
1: Ooh, <sighs> I, jealous. I, yeah, I gotta admit, I'm a bit jealous about that one. Because, <sighs> look... I'm painting those uh, those 13 models, and I'm looking at the, the Dulacca gang I own, and uh, there are 10 models. And I'm thinking, hmm. less than 13. That was less than 13. That, that went <laughs> pretty well. Cool.
0: So, yes, yeah, so this last week we sort of just did like, hey, let's remember how to play this game. And then we'll actually start the, the campaign uh, probably the week after next, but I am going with the Delac, And I do have my that uh, House of Shadows expansion. Those mm-hmm. models that I got to put together, like the um, Nacti Ghoul and the Psygeist, so. Right,
1: I know, I, I, I mean, obviously we have all the same stuff, but yeah. d- that's exactly what's got me excited.
0: Yep. Yeah, just those, <clears throat> and I think everybody is doing um, a force from, you know, using the expansion books they did for each house, so. Awesome. Should be pretty awesome. But right now, it's it's Aeronautica, and trying to drag other people into that game <laughs> with me. <laughs> so, speaking of Aeronautica, we'll get to that in a moment, mm-hmm. but first, we just want to take a quick look at Games Workshop. It's also kind enough to send us the Black Templars Army box site.
1: Yes, a very quick look. <laughs>
0: because there are I... plenty of Codex reviews out there, so we're not going to get too deep into the Codex, because that was uh, mm-hmm. last week, but... Um, it is a, it is a, the models are actually, they're very, they're great models, I'll say. I, uh,
2: I built the Marshall. No, yeah, for Space Marines, like, the special ones
1: are
0: good. The bowl yeah.
2: cuts are That's interesting. That's the thing, like,
1: this is, this is where I'm stopping. Like, uh, brother Kevin getting his haircut from his mom still <laughs> is very weird. I'm <laughs> having trouble with it. And the grim darkness I mean, it's the like the future. male
2: equivalent of the Sisters of Battle, yeah. Bob, exactly, with gangs right? though. The, the, they all have bowls,
0: so
1: they just throw that
0: on there. That's <laughs> what hair. they got. Have uh, uh
1: do, do you guys have you guys watched any uh, any in- enough freaking Morty for um for doofus to see doofus Rick? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if I'm painting a black Templar, that's how that's the color scheme <laughs> I'm <could. laughs> <laughs> uh, Oof. Anyways, go on. Um,
0: but okay. So, bowl cuts aside, and I understand why they're doing (laughs) it. Right, they're the the young, the neophytes. um,
1: It's like they're being hazed. (laughs) Basically, right? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Space marine hazing. It's like, are you gonna? Are we gonna get drunk? Are you gonna beat us up? Nope. But we have some clippers here.
2: It's monk hair without the bald spot in the middle.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's they, they are one exacto mistake from having that. Yeah,
2: that's true.
1: It, it, we are still seeing the uh,
0: the march towards Primaris, right? With now we have a Primaris yeah. Empress champion. Um, he looks. Cool. Uh, he's that's a really cool model. The Marsh is cool, and you know, there's plenty of, of little bits and stuff for the uh, for the the Sword Brethren and the Neophytes to. You could probably throw it If that's your thing, Space Marines, let's mm-hmm. throw it some interesting, nice models. And, of course, Dreadnought's always nice, but um, it'll be interesting to see. And I know, you know, they'll I'll probably always be in the Codex, but how long until you can't really find a tax squad anymore?
2: Okay.
0: Which, uh, you know, I mean, they're just updating the model line as they go through. And, like, you know, now with the Emperor's Champion and, and a lot of the characters being pushed over, it'll be interesting to see. As how that progresses, um, probably won't. I mean, I don't think it'll be for a while, right? But eventually, I think yeah. we're going to get there, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because there's only so many ways you can retool a tactical squad, right? So
2: yeah. Um, I did like the art that they put on the uh, on the special supplement. Um, mm. I love the old school art in yeah. small doses like that. Like I don't want all of it to look like that anymore. I'm glad that we've moved beyond that, but like. Yeah, a little I,
0: dose. i like the splash of the like the third edition box cover on the yeah uh, when you pull the the box out which is really nice mm. I was surprised i liked it
1: i i i was also a little shocked to see them you know um i say dumpster dive for for the art but i am not against it
0: yeah some of that some of that old art just uh still still it's nice to see it once in a while like you were saying right? yeah Especially some of the, uh, when you start to look at some of the really old stuff, like the second edition or Road Trader stuff, we're like, oh, that's clearly Al Pacino. From Scar- <laughs> yeah. and Dunn. Yeah. Except with blonde hair and Dark Angel's but, um Wait,
1: I thought, oh, it's not Al Pacino who copied, who got inspiration from 40K? Uh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I got it all wrong.
0: So I think it's a you know if you're a Black Templars player you get your your codex your um, data cards and good selection of the new miniatures so especially your two new characters it's uh, I think it's you know a good
1: good buy for your money for a Black Templars player definitely yeah I mean Games Workshop's when they're not bundles like here's a here's a uh, I don't know like a, an interdiction force bundle which is just they're putting the the yeah, yeah. It just yeah, just add the card with less steps. Um, but when they're actually doing box sets like combat patrols, like these army sets, they're usually very very good deal.
0: Yeah, and, and so if you get a chance in your are Black Templar player, definitely definitely pick it up. I mean, it's you're getting the codex early anyway, so.
1: Yeah, which thing. I'm I gotta say like as an orc player, when I got my codex early, it. It, I slept so much better at night, no offense, but <laughs> I I can't imagine how hard slumber would have been to, to, to find if I were lying in bed thinking, but what are the new stats for the death dread?
2: To be fair, you were like that for weeks before the Codex came out.
1: I know. <laughs> and listen, can you imagine how... I was to get the black Templar box because I like, I don't hate any army in 40k but there are armies that bore me more than most and black yeah. Templar is pretty much first on that list it it's got the boringest color scheme in my opinion mm-hmm. it's basically death watch with less cool options yeah spaces like, you space can't yeah, exactly. Like, it, and and they they don't have like the cool shoulder pad thing going on, or those mixed units, and all, like, it and they don't have like the 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 cool plane. So, to me, they're they're really the pinnacle of boredom for forty K army. <laughs> I would like if if I had no choice, I would still play them, and I would still paint them. It just so getting that army set. But earlier this year, not getting beasts and agas. <laughs> Arguably, the army, the set of models, I've been the most excited for in <laughs> ages for 40k. I I'm, I suspect Games Workshop has a vendetta against me, which probably explains why they're still also sure. using UPS yes. Canada. <laughs> it's, like just enough to keep me here, but also keep me angry. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, that being said, like I, I know some people are bored with orcs and don't understand why I get excited for orcs. So I am very happy for whoever is into Black Templar because, from an objective point of view, it is a sweet box.
0: Yeah. You know those people that are uh, tired to hearing about orcs are they're not orc players. That is true.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, right? I think it's Life always
2: has not chosen them.
1: <laughs>
0: um yeah, Black Templars, <clears throat> you know, introduced with uh, Codex Armageddon way back when, and had the they the they had the land used to Space Marine Charges, You know, when they used to have more individualistic things, so they the, they're the only ones that could get the Land Crusader back then, and that's when they're kind of cool. But they're they're just, I mean, I think I feel the same way as you do. They're just sort of like a different different kind of Space Marine. But anyway. On to more exciting stuff. Aeronautica Imperialis, Wrath of Angels.
1: I'm I'm playing.
0: Playing. game. We've now got this with the Eldar cuz I count all the Imperials as one, gives us four factions for the game.
1: Mhm.
0: Many people say is sort of the point you want to be at, right? Four different four different factions to choose from.
1: I, I i disagree because i feel that that is the absolute bare minimum for yeah I was yes, no, to that's, that's I mean. kind of where we
2: should have been when we started yeah, yes. but okay guys we got this it's fine. Like,
1: what we should have gotten at the beginning is maybe a box set and then two extra uh factions we should have gotten probably like chaos space marines and two xenos and that would have been a good start but we still yeah. don't have chaos but we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit but yeah, finally. And uh, here, here's the thing: like, I know you saying that you're lumping all the Imperials together, and yes, that is my knee-jerk reflex. I will generously say that the Space Marines are probably different enough to be their that's, own yeah, faction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, the other ones are like just the same faction. They're just yeah, just different. different so annoying.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll 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 let uh. All right, I'll I'll let um. Space Marines stand on their own. You're right. They're different enough. Um, so the <clears throat> Wrath of Angels box set, uh, you get five. Is it ten planes total, right? Uh,
1: I believe so. You get, yeah, you get three, uh, three fighters for each side and three, uh, well, three Eldar bombers and three gunships for the Space Marines. Now the Fire Raptors, the other ones.
0: Oh, yeah, the Storm Eagles, right? You get Yes, you yeah. get six for the Eldar and five for the Imperium, so, or Space Marines. so you get five. Uh, Eleven planes total, which is a, a good... I mean, that's a decent-sized starting force for this game once you start adding in missiles and stuff like that. Um, pretty good deal, and you get, uh, as usual, there's rulebook, map, counters, tokens, everything you need to start playing. And uh, what was interesting with this release is unlike the last two waves, they didn't have the campaign book ready to go yet. Right, so... Uh, which would have the the fender gunships, which we're going to see from Forge World at some point. Um, interesting that they did it that way this time. So, what are you guys' uh, first impression of the models?
1: Very happy with them, and one of the things. So, okay, like I mentioned earlier, I started with I was I was doing Tau, mm-hmm. Tau are a pain in the ass because they have a ton of options. Every Tiger Shark has like three main guns and two different drone turrets. Um, even the Barracudas have like three main gun options and more turret options. You get that kit and you kind of don't necessarily know what you're going to build because too many there's, there's too many decisions to make. Yeah. Which you'll recognize as usually being the problem with Space Marines. Yeah. Space Marines are usually the ones like, oh, there's just too many. Like, the codex is so thick now. I'm using using Space Marine codexes as a booster seat for my cat when we were at a restaurant. (laughs) I say cat because I don't have a child and I didn't want to confuse people. But... (laughs) The space marine here is you – like know, you build your, your space marine planes, you use everything on the sprue. There's no options. You're done. There's options in the cards and the stats, but the models are as plain as they come. And I – when you get to that scale, I kind of appreciate that. So, yes, the missiles can be different. But they all look the same. Yeah, exactly. And nobody cares. Yeah, and it's yeah. great. Well, that one guy does, but nobody really likes him anyway. Yeah, but but I mean, that's the thing. Like, so the models come together. Like the DS, I mean, we're we're in a world of 3D sculpted miniatures, um, which if you can imagine that they're really good for organic miniatures, like for living things, they are a million times better for doing. Cool models for vehicles because they're just boxy and simple and easy sort of to put together. They look good. They're uh, they're almost too detailed. Like I'm painting mine so that they're at a what I hope to be a high tabletop quality. But I can see I can see someone being deranged enough to pick out every vent, every little you know yeah. detail here and there because. I, I'm pretty sure every detail that you find on a full-scale 28 millimeter version of these models is replicated on those tiny planes. It is insane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say they're they're really impressive uh, models, which I think you know just shows how what you can do with with 3D sculpting these days, right? Because you, you just oh take yeah take your big model and then you just make it tiny.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, let's, let's, these, I don't know if there's, I don't think these 3D scan them or anything like that. They probably reproduce them, but it's, they, having like the starting point for these models clearly gives them like an an edge when they're putting these things together, which makes me super eager for when they put out a Thunderhawk gunship. Yeah. Now, I didn't assemble any of the Eldar models. How are they, Matt? Did you assemble any? Yeah, I mean, you know, just
0: I think like all these models, right? They go to all the Aeronautica stuff I've put together so far. They go together pretty easy. Um, and just the same thing. They're very, very nicely detailed. Um, you know, really no issues putting them together. Not not really any, any fit. The most fiddly bits on these things are the missiles, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
0: that's and that's up to you whether or not you put them on there anyway. So, I mean, they look way cooler with them, so you might as well. But...
1: Yeah, I mean, the orcs do have a philosophy about that. Mm.
0: (laughs) Extra missiles for the orcs. More deca. And uh, I haven't really gotten to paint anything this up, but they're they're panning out pretty well, Jeff.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that's great about the, the amount of detail is that if you are going to be using things like contrasts and dry brushes they those techniques especially if you use like advanced versions of those techniques that that you know give smoother results like you like it just picks up very very well on them yeah if you're going to be highlighting by hand i think this is where models of that size kind of suffer from the weakness of of their scale because there's like you're not going to get away with not having visible brush strokes, right? Like, it's going to be very difficult for those highlights because the the lines, like you know how on Eldar vehicles there's all these grooves, right? Yeah. And you, like I'm, this is the problem I'm having with my Tau ships. Why do we're taking so long to do? Is that they have those same grooves? Now at 28 millimeter, those grooves are fairly big. So, like having, like putting in some darkening with, with with a wash or an ink works fairly well, and then you can highlight the sides of every one of those grooves to really make them pop. Now, the ink portion isn't too hard on the planes, but when you're trying to do those hedge highlightings on all of these grooves, first of all, it is insanely time consuming. But because of the scale, the moment you look at them a little too close, like you can see the brush strokes way too clearly. And, I mean, you could blend those, but, again, so much of it. Yeah. And then you turn around and you do, like, a nice, like, uh, a, what I'm starting to call, like, a damp dry brush mm-hmm. that doesn't leave any of that graininess that you're that we're used to with normal dry brush. And it gives such a good result because it picks up on all those details very cleanly, so yeah I mean it's it's funny because it's not a complicated game to begin with like it's it's you only you have very few malls there's no there's no uh, measuring tapes it's it's all about the movement phase, which is very very cool in anticipating your opponent's movement, so it's a good way to get into the game very portable also very low model accounts. Yes. But it's also a game where the models for the best results favor the easiest painting methods.
0: Yeah. And I think that's um you know, it's it's feels very different to me painting these than the painting the Titanicus models, right? Because Titanicus models are also loaded with detail but it almost feels like to get the right feeling from them, you need to go through all that painstaking detail work. Whereas here, right. As long as you kind of, you know, pick, pick out the vents and you don't have to go crazy with these to get a good feel out of the model.
2: Yeah. You still got to hit all of your rivets on here on your little Titans. Like you can't just skip any of that. Like, yeah, right. It does very much feel different
1: and and titans have all like they, first of all they demand to be more ornate they have a yep. lot of flat spaces that sort of beg you to have um, cool gradients or freehand or really fancy decals none none of this on the on those planes like the, the it's it's funny because the planes barely have enough room to put the decals the these decal
0: with. sheets and there's almost no room for like for them <laughs> on the models i think i used um on my Imperial, models, I use like the they have the you know the Imperial eagle split in half, mm-hmm. and I, I use that on the Ace. I painted, I think.
1: Other than that, I was like, I don't really need to use anything. So yeah, <laughs> so uh, as far as modeling and painting, like it's kind of a dream. It's very very cool for introduction. Um, it's also fun because you can. A little bit like Underworld, where you can very easily collect many warbands. Yep. Mm. I mean, listen, I'm going to get a couple... Um, I'm going to get a box of Fire Raptors when they come out. I'm going to get a Thunderhawk gunship. Oh. And I'm going to have pretty much everything I need to play my Space Marine planes for a long while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the same way like you don't need much to have a warband. But what that does is it opens up like very much like Blood Bowl is the same phenomenon. With Blood Bowl players, while well, those that actually buy models from Games Workshop and and all that, um, you just want your next team, like you want your next yeah. Warband, you want your next Blood Bowl team, mm-hmm. and in this case, you are you're, you're going to want your next your next faction of planes, which is great because then you can try a different painting technique. It's. I like, it, it's it's one of those things like as much like a lot of people will accuse me of of, of sucking up and being a uh, a games workshop fanboy and I very much am. I mean, I am hosting a, a 40k podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like it's not that this is it's not news. Yeah, it's not the accusation <laughs> you think it is if you say you I'm um like I'm a shill for Games Workshop. It's, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. But at the same time, like I will I will I will put their feet to the fire for certain things, and one thing is the rollout for *Aeronautic Imperialists, As yeah. much as I think the yeah. product is insanely good, I think the rollout is um, piss no poor. Bad. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. Like the, the 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 speed of it, the sequence they chose for the factions, the importance they're putting into it. Because this is a great intro game into the IP. I think the reason, like, I if they were putting l- listen, okay, there, there's two ways of going about this. Either you put the same emphasis marketing and rollout-wise on Aeronautica Imperialis as you do on Adeptus Titanicus, or you start expanding Adeptus Titanicus into more factions the same way Aeronautica Imperialis is doing right now. Because both of these things are not doing as much as they could. Like, they yeah, are definitely. literally... They're racing with one foot tied to their forehead. Like, it's ridiculous. They're both great contenders. They're both great games who the fan of love. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm not asking them to put more money into it. Just more thought.
0: Yeah, not is... It, is, not, it doesn't really make sense how they... How they're only... And I know... You know, there's COVID and shipping issues, and but it's it's but just. But they were
2: not doing a great. That's what I'm job saying. They weren't doing that, it, especially yeah. with
0: like. Uh, I mean, Titanicus. You know, there's been very few new things since the game came out. Right? There's been a few different Titans. I mean, the big thing is the different weapons packs.
2: Yeah. But
0: it's, and the. I mean, we have the Trader Legions book coming out for Titan soon, for Titanica soon. So maybe we'll get some like we were talking about mutated Titan kind of things with that. But I mean,
1: when you get it's to that point, just, where do you get? It's go? so, be, it's you know? the same Titans, but with, with just more chains things. and yeah, spikes. Exactly.
2: So here's here's where I think this all is falling apart. This is my theory. I don't actually know, but this is my theory, right? So Games Workshop. I mean, you can tell when you look at their website is divided into three parts it is age of sigmar it is warhammer 40k and it is boxed games i I, dis- nowadays... I disagree
1: they also have lord of the rings that's true <laughs> come on Oh yeah
2: i'm sorry i'm sorry there's one there's <laughs> one uh one person at my store uh, Father Adrian, who I adore, who pre-orders every single Lord of the Rings I was, release. I am sorry, I forgot.
0: It was the same thing when I went to Games Workshop. There's very few. It was once the Return of the King box came out, and that sort of waned off. Very yeah. few people that that bought stuff, but they bought everything.
2: They bought everything. Everything. They. It's one person, but it's all of it. Um, but you're right. I would almost put that in box games, though. I know it's a separate yeah. thing, but it almost feels like a box game. But nonetheless. We're not, we're not dumping a lot of resources into Lord of the Rings, is where I'm going on this yeah. one. Um, so you're dividing that box game resources into an awful lot of stuff these days. Um, they just announced today that they're sort of changing how they roll things out for Warhammer Underworlds, which I'm unsure about. Um, they're moving it up to two core boxes mm. a year now. It's
1: two core boxes, but not two seasons, which right. is weird. Which is I weird. I don't know what they're going So
2: with. now here's the, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I'm like really, I'm like really torn on this. I could like go off because this is my favorite game. um, But I, I think that if that helps them streamline some things on that side so that they're not doing a release every single month for Underworlds, um, that maybe, maybe that would free up some resources for other stuff.
0: I mean, later. it's so to, to. I mean, from a from a casual player's perspective, Or I guess, I guess more from a somebody who would want to play Underworlds competitively. Like that release schedule is pretty intense. You know? It's so
2: intense. I mean, I am I'm a completionist, and uh, it's a lot. I um, I had to new-
0: stop with Underworlds because I am a completionist, and I just start like handpicking like okay these guys look cool i'll actually you know want to paint these guys I'll, I'll pick up these and skip the next thing um
2: yeah i have everything um which means i have all the cards which is yeah. the problem the yeah. only problem with that game i like the new rivals um game mode that they're putting out
0: yeah i'm excited to it's see really that
2: really good Love it's it. like it's like playing sealed magic uh it's you know here's your stuff and play yeah and it's, so it's no longer the, I have all of the, I have all the cards. So I win, um, which is good.
1: And, but, and sealed magic was literally the only way I played magic.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's fun. Uh, very,
1: very often when I would go on vacation, like me and whoever I would be vacation win with, we know we would have some like spare time at hotel rooms and whatnot. Yeah. So we would just buy one or two sealed decks yeah. and yep. unseal them just when we played.
2: Yeah. Um, so like that kind of stuff. Um so I I don't the the schedule has been a lot. Um I was a little I was a little tweaked by the price of the new core box um for Underworlds because it's a lot. But then I realized that it's fifteen dollars more than two war bands, so I guess it's not, but mm. whatever. So I uh yeah, I, I think if they can sort of free up the release schedule on that side. I mean they've sort of have they gotten through all of the Necromunda factions for their expansions yet? I
1: think we're close, right? I think we're I think we are done. And now they're looking at like the outcast stuff. Right, 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 Yeah, right. they
0: just did uh, their the redemptionist recently, right? So
1: Yeah. So Which, then... Glad for outcasts. Gonna be even more glad when they're spirers. Yes. So. <laughs> Um,
2: we have to get into the game first, and then. <laughs> and then get
1: it. I need. I hate to stop being excited for stuff that I'm not even playing.
2: I know. Um. So yeah, so maybe they could like sneak in some more aeronautica factions in there. Hopefully.
1: I'm I'm hoping like that's the thing. Um, we've we have had a pandemic. There oh, yeah. has been uh, a giant tanker that blocked. <laughs> The Panama Canal, not the Panama Canal, the um the Suez Canal, yeah, for like yes, a, yes. a while. um there, there's been issues, and currently getting stuff from a, a year old China is very expensive because container prices are just they, absolutely through the roof.
2: They do most of their manufacturing uh in the UK. The problem is with their packaging; exactly. <laughs> is all printed in China. Guys, um, I saw I saw mention like that bags, they were. We'll take it yeah right like those every now and then stuff that they've sort of dropped um like a lot of the uh the online only stuff that they've yeah. stopped sort of stocking um they'll come in these generic white games workshop boxes yep. which is like a little mm-hmm. sticker on them
1: great oh no I've, I've seen new uh new generic black boxes Ooh, <laughs> at the, at the store. <laughs> oh, <thanks>. i know <laughs> But I mean, my 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 point is that a lot of that probably didn't do um, any service to oh, things totally. like smaller yeah. games like Aeronautica Imperial Because List. You
2: can't plan that far ahead because you don't know. Like, is this stuff going to go out next month or in four months? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Just go with it.
1: You do what you can, but you don't succeed. <laughs>
2: We do have Warhammer Day coming up. Ah. Yes,
1: I mean, hey, before nice. before we get into that, um yeah. I I did I did go buy the uh cards for the uh the Space Marines Ooh. and oh, so in those in those cards are some rules for planes that are not in the core box. One uh one very specific plane <laughs> it deserves mention. Which one? Oh. Oh, the Thunderhawk gunship, oh. of course. Of course. So, Wow, the Thunderhawk gunship, um, <laughs> uh, it, It's, I mean, this is probably, this is going to be their biggest kit for aeronautic imperialists, so at least uh, biggest plastic kit. Um, when you open the cards, the card box, you notice that there's two cards, one for the image, one for the stats. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's threatening. And it's it's a Thunderhawk gunship, so you, you expect do, a lot out of that mean, plane. Oh,
2: no, they did say it was going to be plastic, right?
1: Yeah, no, oh, they yeah. made a big deal.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. <laughs> I remember we did that joke. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, it's not super impressive. No. Oh. Huh. It is, like, it's got eight structure points, which is four less than I thought would be. I expected I expected mm. it to be more solid. Yeah. Uh, it's got a transport capacity of four. I'm not going to go into detail, but obviously it maneuvers about as well as a brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It it does hover, I think. Um, doesn't go very fast. <laughs> and so yeah, it's not like it's not it's not incredible. But what it does have is an absolute ton of weapons. Nice. It's got. But here's the problem, and here's here's the mitigating factor, so to speak. While it does have a bunch of weapons, they're all locked. To very strict angles, making like so basically the Thunderhawk gunship looks very hard to approach. Yeah, (laughs) because there's a lot like it's got basically heavy bolter turrets all around it, which are great at close range, very average at medium, and can't shoot long. Otherwise, like the big guns, like the turbo lasers, are uh, like they're locked to a direction, and the biggest gun, like the turbo laser destructor, is locked to front up. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> but here's the thing, like so, it's, it's 44 points, which isn't that much. No. Because I can, I mean, I can get like uh, I can get a tiger shark to some like 34 points, 36 points. Hmm. So. The thing is, the Thunderhawk gunship is a great plane in 40k. Yeah,
2: that's but true. But it's not
1: supposed to be a great plane. Like, it's yeah, not a yeah. master of the skies. Yeah. Yeah. And a, it's a, I, it's a,
2: it's, a, it's a tank that flies, yeah. kind of.
1: It's yeah, it's it's a flying tank. It's a big brick. It's 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 a shoebox with guns. It's meant to. <laughs> very safely deliver a bunch of annoying space Marines on the ground and then get, you know, get off and offer a bit of air support. Right. And I mean, the big guns probably great for taking out Titans or damaging some, some big guns, but otherwise like it's not meant to be a fighter. It's not an mm-hmm. escort. It's not a bomber. It's, it is what it is. And I am kind of impressed by the Aeronautical Imperialist team for doing it that way. Because this is, like, it would have been so easy for them to make this, like, 66 points, and, oh, it yeah, maneuvers yeah. like an Eldar ship, and it's super fast because it's got the big end... Like, they could have really leaned into making this an overpowered ship to sell more models, but they didn't.
0: Because they know they don't need to.
1: For one, and also, I mean, if they come one at a box at 44 points, then it becomes kind of plausible to put two in a list. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I, you
0: know, I like that they do that, though, right? They didn't, they sort of stuck to what it is, rather than, than sort right. of trying to make it into something that's not for the purpose of, like you said, selling more models or, or for the game. You know, one of the things I don't like about the Aeronautica release schedule is the, uh, is the cards, right? The card packs are, are limited,
1: they're also um, prohibitively expensive. Yes, they're like for cards. bucks for cards. Mm, yeah, well, but forty Canada. Oh yeah, uh, well that's but they do make like playing, that. they do make setting up and playing. 100 oh, so percent, and it gets you all
0: your all your aces and stuff like that too. So,
2: so what you're mm. saying is they got put out an app?
1: Oh yes, an app 100%. would be a game changer, and you know what, an app would be also added value for Warhammer Plus. Because mm-hmm. we do know, YouTube has confirmed to me that Warhammer Plus is a failure.
0: Oh, I saw that.
1: And oh, if man. they don't, yes. and if Games yeah. Workshop does not do anything to save Warhammer Plus, they will go out of business, yeah. and a sea oh of nicks net- will rejoice. So, uh-huh. proof, proof, proof that your computer listens to you. After we talked about
0: like last time about 3D printing and stuff. I started seeing, like, this video wrecks Games Workshop 3D printing an army. And the guy's like, yeah, this, you know, he's printing what I think it was supposed to be Necrons, you know, some third-party sculpts or whatever that he was printing. And he's like, yeah, this print cost me a twenty-seven compared to Games Workshop Squad for $50. Then he cleans it off with his, like, uh, cures it with his $500 curing yeah, setup. Yeah, you know, and...
2: i seen the price of alcohol these days. <laughs> like, I, I know that it's, like, a minor thing. Oh, have you seen the uh, resin shortage? Have you seen that part? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure thing. I mean, and have it's, a good it's, day. It's not. It's not just that. I mean, we've. I've. I've gone on my whole yeah. rant about it. It's. <laughs> trust me, if resin printing was cheaper, than, you know, plastic mold injection. Mm -hmm. games workshop would do it oh yeah again i hate i'm repeating myself i'm gonna say i was gonna say i hate to repeat myself but we all know that's not true i love to repeat (laughs) myself um because you can get a really cool home machine games workshop can get the industrial version so you will know when 3d printer printers are a threat to games workshop because Games Workshop will be three D printing their models. hmm
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, but so yeah, More, the cards. The Warhammer cards. Day.
2: Warhammer Day is coming.
0: Yes. Ugh, man. But mm. uh, disappointed that the cards are limited. Hopefully I'll I'll be able to get some. Um but yes, October thirtieth will be our next big preview. Warhammer Day. And uh another Primaris Lieutenant for you to pick up as well. Which
2: I I think it's like i think at this point they're just doing it for the oh, memes. they gotta be you,
0: like, like the uh the um their anniversary model they just recently had was like it's not a lieutenant it's a sergeant yeah yeah
2: <laughs> like they definitely um yeah they're, they're I, definitely I love, doing that.
1: i love that i commented on because look i get the meme i get the joke but I'm a bit over it, so like I'm I'm a bit sad that the joke is preventing us from having like it's basically blocking an opportunity for other cool models for other factions. Yeah.
2: I don't know that they'll ever do the like one off model for something that's not a space marine. I could see them um, doing
0: it for I could see an Eldar Farseer. I think they've done that before.
1: And um, they've they've uh, done some uh some Imperial Guards. Yeah usually um, mimicking action. Hero oh yeah, that's right. That's 80s. right. The Arnold one. Uh, yeah. But, but that's Ooh. the thing, like, obviously the moment I said that, I comment <laughs> on that. I got a bunch of replies from people telling, informing me that games workshop was going to zero in on, on my first born child to kill it because they are evil. <laughs> 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 but why are you here? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That vampire, though.
2: I'm getting it I'm getting with my vampire, Warhammer definitely. Plus voucher. Carefully,
1: <laughs> eh? your window before, b- b- oh, your I window from when Edge, that baby. model is available. Razor's
2: Edge. Yes. I live for the thrill. Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> that is, like, I was looking at I said, oh, what am I going to get with my voucher? Well, Amy said something about getting that vampire. And, I mean, its pants are full of bats. <laughs> so I was maybe I'll get that that would be a cool thing to like pretend I'm going to paint one day yeah that would be fun to put in a box <laughs> it's, it's a cool box to put on my shelf for the next six years Um, and then I, I, I Warhammer Plus newsletter informed me that my voucher was going to expire at some point I was like oh well that's not a lot of time
2: it expires, at the, it expires like at the end of the month and this comes out two days before the end of the month. It's funny.
0: Plenty fine. of time. Plenty of time. I'm a pro. Are
2: you kidding me. We grew up in the era of having to call to get concert tickets. So oh, like I'm God. pretty sure I can manage ordering a vampire before my before my voucher expires. Pretty certain.
1: I you know I decided to get
2: episode be... where I'm crying because <laughs> I, <did
1: vampire. laughs> I forgot I was gonna get it. <laughs> I had to get some orcs instead. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is what I'm gonna get. I'm uh, I'm actually gonna be a grown-up, this and not get a fig I don't need. That's uh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Because I still need so many orcs, so yeah. I'm just going yeah. to order um, more orcs and apply my voucher all to my... that.
2: Yeah. See, all my other armies are like still in Codex limbo, so mm. I might as well buy something
1: dumb.
0: But what if on the 30th they're like, coming up next is whatever army Amy wants?
1: Well, it yeah. won't be out on time. That's just yeah. the about the thing. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, so hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get to see what's coming next, I assume, for 40K. Uh, you know, we don't really have any update on what's after Black Templars. So, no, I assume that's when we'll see that. Because I believe... Actually, I know the army box. Was, did the Is the codex coming out with the army box? Or is it a separate release? I'm not, honestly not sure. I didn't even look. For Black Templars.
2: No. Because they did... Hang on. I'm on the website. Mm, 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 mm. Uh,
1: no.
0: Just the box, eh? Hmm. Yeah. So that probably puts the codex... What was the what time between the orc army box in the orc codex too
1: long matt too long it's Months, true I, it was a month or something
0: yeah so be excited to see what's coming next for 40k um wild speculation have... on, on what we might see on on uh not just for 40k but for anything
2: uh ooh. well so they just told us that we've got our new uh that the next warband for underworlds it definitely has a pyro flag and it definitely has an parrot on a skull. And so it's pirates. And that like the number of factions in Age of Sigmar <laughs> that could be pirates. Like if you're like pirates in forty K, there's like two, maybe three options. Yeah, yeah. Sigmar it's like, no, it's pretty much all of them. It, like I mean probably not Stormcast, but also I'm not gonna entirely rule that out. <laughs>
0: you
2: know
1: it's you know like half of these things are Stormcast anyway. So. true like that that um, means like in Q2 we're getting three new war bands. So
2: yeah, that's true. Also true. Mm. Um, let's see. What else do we want to? I don't know. I just I want to know. I don't even need a timeline. Like I don't need dates. I just want an order, an anticipated order, of Codex releases. Like I'm fine if that gets messed up. That's fine. You could just tell us, though,
0: also. No. So, uh, it's workshop. Yeah. I mean, there's, we there's got to be... Did,
1: did Do we know... Okay, we, we had a bit of a roadmap of codexes up until the end of the year, right? Something about uh, another Imperial and another Xenos. Now, we know the Imperial is a Black Templar. So what is the Xenos? Whatever. Do we know what the Xenos is? Like, am I... No,
0: uh, I don't know that we knew. They didn't tell us, so that could be definitely what we see. That's
1: probably what they're going to yeah. tell us. Yep. Yeah. The question
0: uh, is: any any be... favorites? I mean, Eldar Tyranids always at the top. Yeah. Yep. Um Characters. I'll tell you what I
1: don't want to see. Hmm. I don't want to see Dark Yaldar. I don't want him to. I don't want to see them going back. Cause, already, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're 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 at that time where the 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 edition is old enough, and they put out enough codexes, and some of them are old enough that sometimes in the past Games Workshop has done this, where they will, where they will redo a codex before yeah. finishing all the codexes. Yeah, don't and, do
0: that. Yeah. Although has that, I mean. That's usually their MO with Space Rings, right? Halfway through the edition, you get a new Space Marine Codex. I, and I they feel... did
2: it with um, they did it with Chaos last edition. In
0: Chaos, yeah. But right, another Space Ring flavor. I, I feel like yes. Dark Eldar are still, you know, doing. It's still a well enough you know army that it doesn't really need much much tweaking. So I'm hoping that we don't see Dark Eldar. So I mean.
2: So I guess the question is do we qualify this Black Templar box as a major model release or not? You know what I mean? Like I, I, I mean probably not, because the orcs
0: it's it it's
1: it's, it's, it's not, not a
0: major model release. It's like it's like no. when they did uh, you know, Space Wolves or yeah, yeah. Blood Angels, right? They get their primaris boxes, which is exactly what they're getting here in a new character or two. Um so I don't, I don't think so this it counts could as a major.
2: be a big one next. Which not just, I actually wouldn't mind a harlequin one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that updated, but I feel like they're gonna do Elder before they do harlequins. Crash I hope
2: like that would be that would be the smart move. Yeah,
1: and I that's that's thing, Like the problem is they've kind of demonstrated that logic holds no sway over Very true. <laughs> because there's a lot of army releases that would have made sense that we're not getting when they make sense um, like Octarius is cool and coming out and it's great and it's fun and we got orcs and you feel well we're gonna get ty- no we're not we're not getting yeah. Tyrannus. we're getting other things uh, Black Templar and all sorts of weird stuff um, one thing that we haven't heard all that much about, especially as far as good big model releases, is chaos. True. Yeah. Um, whether we did chaos- get
2: quite a few. Well, so I think I was gonna say, like, I mean, because here's the thing about chaos, right? So we got a bunch last time. I wouldn't mind another couple nice demon engines. So doing a full demon engine army becomes a little more viable um something along
0: the line like i mean i wouldn't (laughs) mind you know the so they've always had thousand sons and death guard right those have always been like their two codex supplements for yeah i wouldn't mind finally getting like an emperor's children
2: yeah well that's yeah we've talked about that
1: i i I think like i think if we're seeing chaos we're either seeing chaos demons which would be exciting because Model wise, there is a lot they can do.
2: Yeah. And we've uh, had so many come out on the Sigmar side that aren't yeah. really over on our side yet.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean we need we need our Bellacore, we need those two uh Slaneshi um mm-hmm. young ladies. Bellacore uh,
0: Bellacor was in the that yeah. rule that book with the uh the campaign book they did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Campaign books are great, but they are not codexes. That is <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, so a, a good Chaos Demon book would be great because it brings a bunch of of Age of Sigmar models over to 40k, but at the same time opens the door to even more Demon stuff that he could do. Mm-hmm. So that would be great. But I think because again, like this is Warhammer Fest. I'm usually that's where they pull out their big guns and their biggest fa- fac these Their their biggest franchise is 40k. I, I would love to see something like uh like the uh, the emperor's children That'd be really good. I, I, f- I think everybody kind of wants that too
2: I just I do wish that they'd put out like I mean I guess if they're I, I guess that's actually a pretty good argument that they are going to put out more sub factions the fact that they haven't put out like they put out the death guard one um but they haven't put out you know just straight up chaos space marines yet. So I guess yeah, that's exactly. you know, because you don't wanna mm, yeah. You don't wanna give it away. But you also don't want to put stuff that's not you know, you don't want to leave that stuff out of the codex. So maybe that that's gonna be my conspiracy theory now. I'm gonna latch onto that pretty hard. That well clearly they're doing another sub faction because
0: that's why they haven't released the base
2: codex and why I had to pivot my Adeptic Compoint. <laughs>
0: Just, I mean, as long as it's not another Imperial Space Marine subfaction.
1: Oh. I. I don't think so. Like, um, Space Marines, the Imperial, like, maybe Imperial Guard, but I, I feel like the Imperium isn't, isn't a good place right now. Well, in the, in the weird.
0: Right, we're seeing, like, this. The upcoming campaign book, they've previewed it on their website, right? It has rules for Imperial Guard in it, right? Yep. So, it, it almost makes you wonder, like, so. Are they actually going to do that, a codex, that soon on the back of here's some new rules for your faction, which will then be invalidated by your codex?
2: Right? I like, know. is this a, here, this will tide you
0: over? Yeah. Please enjoy. Which, of course, means bad news for Tyranids, because we know they're in there, too. Yeah, we did.
1: I mean, I'm always of two minds for, for that kind of thing. Like The longer they take the bigger, the the, the yeah, better the chances true. of it not just being, well, here's the model for uh, the Lictor and Tyranid Prime, and that said goodbye. Like, I want them to toss some really fun stuff at us. Like, I want them... I know they're reinventing some of the Tyranid stuff. I want them to really dig deep into reinventing Tyranids into something better like we've seen some previews of some of the rules, of what they're doing with Synapse, like it looks, it looks like they there is a hunger within the company to do new things with Terrans, and I want them to really embrace that. If that means waiting another four months for my Codex, fine. Very true. <laughs> yeah. But I really I don't want to see more Space Marines, not because I have anything against Space Marines, although they do bore me, but mostly because I don't feel like right now that's something that's missing. Right. But I, Chaos hasn't been getting much attention. And I'm not a Chaos player at all. I would like to see Chaos.
0: And I mean, I kind of, I guess I understand why, you know, they're heavily front loaded in this edition with the Space Marines, just because that's that's the, their their poster boy, right, is the Space Marines. Yeah. So now that we're past all that, let's start seeing the Xenos the codexes interspersed with the different flares of Chaos that we still have out there.
2: I mean, I'm like contractually obligated to say I want Dark Mechanicum something, but... If they threw in something so that I could, like, mm. if they threw in, like, basically what was, like, a a demon engine-friendly troop choice that was essentially, like, Mechanicum guys, Dark Mechanicum guys, that'd be enough for me. I'd be okay. I don't need the whole thing. Just a little something. Mm.
0: And it's just a Mechanicum box that with the nice conversion sprue in there. That's what I'm saying. Give me That's a sprue. i done it All I need. Spr-
2: all yes. I need. That's all I need.
1: And by, by the way, speaking of Chaos, uh, my prediction is, and it, maybe that's something they will preview um, at, at Warhammer Fest, that would be cool, is that the, the next box that we get for Aeronautic Imperialist is going to have Chaos. Please,
0: please, please. I am
1: almost 100% sure because it is the last of the Forge World factions yeah. from the original Aeronautic Imperialist that they have not done.
2: So the last time I built a Chaos Plane uh, in the 28mm size, I did put a spike through my finger. So I can only imagine <laughs> what these tiny ones are going to do to me. I'm just going to be bleeding from my fingers and not know why.
1: It's just murder. Crazy.
2: Very excited.
1: <laughs> and Aeronautic and Paralift back, back then had three Chaos Planes, which is... Pretty good starting number of planes for an AI uh set. I'm just yeah, saying seems,
0: since what most people are most people are getting is uh or most factions, right? Three different planes, yeah. one that can be yeah. built one or two different ways. Um so who who would you pair with the chaos though?
1: That is the big question. Mm-hmm. Um probably more freaking Imperial. I
0: mean <laughs> the a change
1: um I like I've I've I'm a big proponent of them going crazy and doing something really wild by going with like organics like I would I would mm-hmm. love to see so, yeah. terranids like yeah. give give me a not close combat but extremely close range weirdo army otherwise dark Haldars, um yep as say
0: Drukhari seems to make some sense yeah. in that box too
1: they they've had some forge world model for planes but those were old and not necessarily good looking their new their new stuff looks much better um but i mean then then you can you can kind of embrace some uh, some other factions and start bringing because like you look at the xiphone fighter for uh for for space marines that's not a forge world model originally right. if i remember clearly that's 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 a 40k plastic normal games workshop citadel model yeah. So bringing more of the Citadel flyers, as opposed to just the Forge World flyers, into Aeronautic imperialists would be interesting. So mm-hmm. and, and from from there, like that opens up, not necessarily that many more factions, but just more options. Like I don't want to I don't want to necessarily see Eldars twice in a row, but the Eldars also have a bunch of cool planes. So yeah.
2: I'd rather see Eldar twice in a row than one more Imperial.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> but, I mean, even, even like, the Tau have other planes that we haven't seen yet. Well, and
0: even in, you know, if they want to keep it going, right, there's different, with Chaos, right, there's different factions of Chaos, too. They have, um, yeah. what are the big flying chickens called? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Heldrakes. Heldrakes. Heldrakes, yeah. So you get Heldrakes, right? There's lots of different options there,
1: too. But because that that would be fun, like, because look look at it this way. So you have a box set that comes with some of the original Forge World planes and a handful of Heldrakes and then some Tyranid stuff. Mm -hmm. And the Heldrake is kind of like in the middle between being one of those flying monsters and an actual plane. Like it's it's kind of biomechanical. It straddles that line. So having something that's fully mechanical in the plane itself, the Helldrake that's in between, and then the Tyranid, that's a good way of having both factions that comes in the box take advantage of however the rules sort of boil down for these new types of flyers in, in the game.
0: Well, and the nice thing about <clears throat> Aeronautica 2 is you can't really get into a Space Marine sub-factions with this one because they all use the same stuff. Except for um, except for Black uh, Death Watch, you have the one unique
1: plane. button. And Space Wolves. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I didn't say Don't Yeah. Mean. It's, I mean, they, they, but the, yeah. the thing is, like, all of these can just be, like, one kid each. Exactly. So yeah. if the game takes off, eventually doing that is not only the worst idea in the world. And we, we maybe we'll see those from Forge World the same way we saw like the, the drone fighters for the Eldars and that really big bombers for the orcs,
0: and and this is my wild speculation but it feels like they're with Titanicus and this that they're they're testing or leaving open the possibility we'll say of, of epic in some form, right? Just because mm-hmm. like the the Thunderhawk has transport capacity do you really use that in Aeronautica? Not really, unless you make up scenarios that use that, right?
1: So. Well, some scenarios, I think, do use transport capacity for objectives. Yeah. Um, like dropping off or picking up certain things. That being said, it could be used for a lot more in an AI setting.
0: And I, and I mean, uh, the, the, Titanicus set. the Titanicus models have anti-aircraft guns on them, some of them. Right, they don't do anything in the game right now, but because there's no aircraft in the game.
1: But to do that properly, Titanicus needs to not be limited oh, to Imperium. Yeah.
0: So that's that's what I, I hope my my sneaky prediction for Warhammer Day. I mean, I would love it if they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, we're expanding because once we do Trade Legions, we have nothing left. Here's uh, here's a Gargant, great Gargant. Just smack.
1: Boom. Yeah, like here's a gargan, here's a box of three uh three stompas Let's uh you let's go. Can, you let's
0: can go. live that org life in every game we have.
1: <laughs> and why would you make a game that doesn't have orcs yeah. for
0: 40k? <laughs> I mean really. Why? Or just I mean any of right? If I mean there's enough people asking for it, and that's a great way to get new more people into the game, right? Is. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, but just having those other alien races available in
2: I mean Tycanicus. that's the problem, right? Is the like are enough people playing to warrant the R and D and release of new stuff? But would more people play if there was
0: other stuff? Yeah, I think I mean just from lurking on Facebook pages and listening to podcasts. I mean, there's a pretty good hand oh, community yeah. out there. They the players that love it love the game, uh, and I think especially for that one you know everybody likes big stumpy robots if you like 40k so it's true and then you can get started like we were talking about going organics getting some nice uh,
1: big tyranny beasts in there you a fan some harridans uh, like there's it's it's just the thing like
0: now say? Well, when they get to it will they rename the dominatrix or will they leave it the same
1: I hope they leave it the same yeah, yeah I do too Dominatrix and Norn Queen need to I just, freaking I just be in my games.
0: Young children looking up Dominatrix when they're trying to find a, their how to looking for their models on the internet.
1: I mean, this is a British company. Their reaction is probably going to be, "Well, well that's you true. just very have true. you just have to pretty like if you have kids and you don't like monitor their internet use." That's yeah, not that's exactly on you. It. Yeah, <laughs> that is not a very British problem. It's a very American problem, oh, yeah, and uh, that's on you, son. <laughs>
0: They're reading it for the U.S. release.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. No, they wouldn't. I mean, listen, listen. A lot of people are like, oh, they changed the demonettes to remove tits. They tits really did not. Tits yeah. are bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah.
2: They
1: did and not. And they're like eight to one side. and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> none
2: yeah they were like that. What's the... The
1: fiends. fiends yeah, chaos. the fiends. Uh, yeah. Fair, yeah, fair enough. No, they... They,
2: they changed... The changes to the demonettes are awesome. Like, they made them... Androgynous or like, it just—they're super cool and they're very slaneshi. And then they were like, "Yeah, don't worry, we took all your boobs and you we put, put them somewhere on this else. monster." <laughs>
1: it's, it's <laughs> this
2: like Peter. G games workshop.
1: Where'd you put the boobs? While we it's put them right on, on this, this monster? monster. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, listen. Clearly, they wanted people to stop wanking to the models. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that they might have achieved that by keeping the boob ratio. Just, <laughs> they just put him somewhere um, where it would only cater to a certain very specific crowd. Very specific. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. All right. So Warhammer Day coming up at the end of the month. Um, hopefully we'll see. what we're. I mean, I imagine they'll, they'll tell us what the next Xenos army is. Also. <laughs> oh, wait,
1: wait. I have, I have one last prediction. Yeah. One last prediction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hear me out. And if this happens, I don't care how much the entire world will be pissed. I'm going to laugh and be glad. So it's at the end of the, the month. is at the end of the month of October, otherwise known as Orktober. What if they announce another wave of Orc releases? <laughs> That's right. That here, are so... not in the codex. <laughs> yeah. You
0: guys like the Beast Snags entry so much, we gave them their own codex.
1: No, no, no! New stuff, new models, oh, yes. a new walker, a new this. a new vam. <laughs> Entirely like six new boxes of stuff for orcs that you don't have in your codex and you need supplements for. <laughs> uh, the world would erupt. Okay. All right, are we done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Warhammer,
0: uh, Warhammer Day coming up. And we'll see. Get idea one. Not only the next new codex, but hopefully we'll get a little little look forward into the future for what's coming for 40k, and um, hopefully some more specialist games news. And I mean, there'll probably be some Age of Sigmar stuff in there, and the Token Lord of the Rings kit will show up too. But that's okay. It'll
2: make somebody happy.
0: Yeah, that that one guy that owns everything, he'll be really happy. He'll know you
1: it's... know what? More power to that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's if, a if cool you love it, go for it. Yeah, definitely,
0: exactly. And the models, the models are definitely nicely sculpted models. And I think they, is my
2: first commission yeah. was
0: the, uh, the goblin town box there. Yeah. And they capture, capture the, the movie world really well. So good on them. <laughs> um, so hopefully, uh, you know, well, the next time you hear from us, we'll have, have seen the Warhammer day preview and we'll get to chat about all the cool stuff there. Um, show us your aeronautica Imperialis planes on facebook you can see jf's recently painted planes up there and let us know what you're working on we have facebook twitter all that good stuff Uh, otherwise we'll talk to you in a couple weeks thank you for listening to 40k radio part of the free buddhist network You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. And cookies.